Bandwidth for first updates now is supported by the Blue Alliance. Keep up to date on all live and archived first robotics events and team stats at thebluealliance.com. But you know what? If you send me an email, you'll get a response and it will be from me. And I really don't have any desire to. You haven't watched the trailer at all? No, no. People haven't heard of the couch division, so it's a comfy division to be in, though. It's super comfy. Um, it's almost too comfy at times. Your response to, to teams who see that as a, a new potential issue with districts? Yeah, that's really a two-pronged question. Let's see if there's any damage from that ball. There was. They snapped 330. Still on their back. Six seconds to go. Well, it was the highest ranked right? yeah. As both have votes continue to pour, yeah. pour in, everything kind of changes around the world. First Updates Now is brought to you by Animark. Are you competition ready? Count on Animark to be your source of batteries, gears, transmissions, and more. Go to Animark.com and keep your team inspired. And by Twitch. Fun is now a Twitch partner and offering some awesome subscriber-only benefits. Subscribe today or get a free subscription each month when you have Amazon Prime by linking your account and clicking subscribe. Good evening. Coming up on First Updates Now Recap, Michigan State Championships have expanded to 160 teams and taken a new direction for its playoffs. We'll discuss tips to wrap up your build season and beyond. Ben Martin joins us from 225 Tech Fire, and we also have two FRC teams that we'll be getting build recaps from. Reporting for First Updates Now Recap, I'm Tyler Olds. And I'm Mike Stark. I'm Justin Montoys, and let's introduce our guest for tonight's show. Welcome to Recap, Ben. I want to talk a little bit about your, kind of your FRC history. Sure. Um, so yeah, I'm Ben Martin. I was I started as a student on 234, uh, moved to 1747 for college, and I've been with 225 for the last five years. This year, more remotely, but but yeah, um, you know, it's been a blast. Glad to be on. Thanks for having me. And Ben, you recently just got engaged into like loyalty or into royalty here, right? Because you know, <laughs> world, ch world champions that you're engaged with. So on 2041. Yeah. Yeah, my uh, my previous girlfriend, now fiance Heather, was uh, it was her first year in FRC actually, and then she's world champion the first year. It's the most ridiculous thing, but what's you know, there you go. She, what team was she with? Oh, oh 2041. Uh, Roboteers. Oh. Yeah. Roboteers. Yes, cool. Roboteers. Congratulations. Yeah. Yeah, on no, multiple levels. Awesome. Cool, Ben. Well, thanks so much for uh, being on the show tonight. We really appreciate that. And uh, also, kind of working in the background, we have um, an awesome FRC robot drawing from Christine Atia from FRC 125, The Neutron. So, Christine, thanks once again for being on, on the show. And what robot are you working on today? Um, I am working on Team 971 from 2016, one of the most ridiculous robots ever to yes. grace the presence of FRC. I actually think that's one of the Transformers in the next movie. Oh, definitely. <laughs> and uh, Christina will actually be giving away uh, this awesome 971 drawing at the end of the show, so make sure you're uh, watching live. Uh, also, you do need to follow us, so just click that little follow button up in the corner as well, too. We'd appreciate it, and it gets you a chance in there. And Christine, uh, near the end of the show, uh, we'll be coming up with a uh, key phrase for you to type in uh, and spam as much as you can, and that will get you an entry in to for the drawing she'll actually send that to you and uh i think we got a new rule uh that uh guests can't win this week right <laughs> yeah <laughs> as cool as it would be right <laughs> ben's out of luck <laughs> yeah, sorry ben ah, dang it <laughs> 
So our first uh, and really awesome discussion topic for the night is going to be about the changes to the Michigan State Championship. So they just announced a, a really exciting change, moving to a different venue, uh, the Saginaw Valley State um, College. So this event now is going to include 160 teams, which is insane for a, um, a non-championship event. Um, not a world championship event, I should say. Four simultaneous fields running at the same time. And each division winner is going to face off in an Einstein-like environment for the state championship. So that's really cool. So growing from 102 teams last year in one division, um, 16 alliances. So Ben, uh, as a you know kind of MSC um, district person, um, I know you're <laughs> in Mar, but you know you're excited to hear about that, and you think we might see uh, this headed to Mars way soon. Oh, I think it's uh, I think it's a long way from Mars way. Um, Mars been kind of semi stagnant in growth for the last three or four years. So we're we're probably a long way off from that. But I think it's really cool for Michigan. I think it's cool that they're growing so fast. Um, I, I think uh, it, it, it's nice that they're able to provide the state level experience and maybe even almost like a pseudo championship experience uh, <coughs> at the local level like they are there. And I um you know, I hope as as first expands, we can provide more of these types of experiences to more teams. Very cool. So, um, Justin and I, I don't know, Justin, do you remember what year of um, Michigan State Championship it was that we went to? Uh, 2011. Was that like what what year of them doing it? It wasn't the first oh, year, right? No, it wasn't the first year. Second or third, maybe. But anyway, um, MSC is an awesome event, and uh, just going to – um, just the live coverage they have now with TV and Jim Zondag and all that. Um, having, you know, eight, <clears throat> having, um, excuse me, sorry, just making this change to 160 teams. I think it's just that much cooler. And this is a kind of what we thought a few years ago, what would be happening around the country. And it just hasn't got to that level yet, but it's really kind of cool to see uh, Michigan taking that step. And it's really hard to fathom that they have this many teams yeah. that are able to do this in one state. Um, it's just awesome to think about. So very cool. Um, you know, they essentially have, what, half of a division um, with 160 teams that will be there, um, but kind of in more intimate play. Uh, they can just really divide those up into 40-team um, divisions, which will kind of be really cool, I think, kind of more like a regional. But very cool. Um, I love it. So a, a couple things come to mind. Um, one, you mentioned with the growth of uh, RoboZone in, in that state and what they're doing in there. I mean, how cool is it, first off, and I know it's a little bit off topic, but to have a robotic show on your Fox Sports station, you can go to the right. Buffalo Wild Wings and watch, uh, watch robotics play. That's yeah. that's pretty um, awesome. I dig that. By the way, um, with 160 teams there, I, I had to think about like, man, I wonder where at at championships there were when was when was it at that level about 160 teams? And that was I just looked it up. It's in 1999. They had 178 teams at championships, and in 1998. Uh, they had 119. So, oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, I mean, so it's nuts to think about that. The Michigan State Championship now has more teams than what 1998 champs did and almost as many as what uh, 1999 champs did. Wow. That's, I mean, that's just crazy. So That's pretty amazing. <clears throat> yeah, excuse me. Um, so with MSC, there's a couple things that pop into my head, and I, I kind of want to get your guys' opinions on these. Is one, I mean, I'm all for having 160 teams of state champs. I mean, to me, that's really the that fulfillment of that level of getting people to understand, uh, specifically in Michigan, the importance of getting the state champs and how cool that is. You know, go from district to championships or state champs to champs, and people, I think, who aren't familiar in first can start to understand that picture a little bit more versus uh, my thing – with being in a, in a traditional event structure area is that 
it's really hard to it, it it's really hard to describe saying hey we're going to regionals like that already sounds like you advanced a level in many cases and i think michigan oh, yeah. has that structured out uh really well i think it's gonna be really exciting instead of you know, one uh, I talked to Jim Zondig, um, and one of the things that you know they said that would be nice is instead of having you know essentially one division with a hundred some odd teams, and then waiting for one field to get done to start the other, and if something goes wrong, they have to wait. Now they can just run four simultaneous fields, and they don't have to wait uh, for one field to get done. They can just keep on going, and if an issue happens in one field, it doesn't bottleneck every other field. So I think that's a uh, that's a really smart move on, on their end. One thing that I want to get your opinion on is with 40 teams um, in each of these divisions now, and I hope they call them divisions, not subdivisions, is is it watering down the alliances a little bit? You know, you have all these fantastic teams at MSC. I think by the time we get to whatever they call their, their final Einstein field, I don't know if we're going to see as high level of play as we have in previous years because you're not going to have that depth that you would have from other alliances back in, you know, back last year we had octofinals or something like that. You had a bit more depth in regards to your alliances. I don't know if we're going to see that same depth when it gets to the finals for Michigan State. What do you guys think? So how many um, alliances were in in MSC there, previous? There were 16 alliances last year. 16 alliances. And yeah. then. This coming year, let's do the math, will be how many? Four divisions. 32. 32. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. So I see what you're saying there, Tyler. Um, That's interesting, for sure. Yeah, it's it's two X as many, but at the same time, um, if you look at how Champs Alliances have gone, I mean, the last time we had this this many alliances at Worlds, right, was in 2014. And, like, looking back, I don't think – the the alliances, I mean, teams have gotten progressively better and better with with more cots, better RI3D, basically everything, right? Um, and it, it's really the the plays really enhanced uh, dramatically over the last few years. I don't, I, I think a few years it's going to catch up. It'll dip to start with now, but it'll come back up. Personally, mm-hmm. yeah. So this in the chat, PC Pat sixty seven says, won't be as competitive by the time we get to divisions. Uh, won't be as competitive, but the divisions playing each other might be a little more exciting maybe than, I don't know. Like, to kind of, like, zoom out a little bit further, and this is, might be completely off topic, but yeah. with the addition to, like, these state championships, do you think it's an unfair advantage for these teams going into two champs? That they have all this experience now, all these many more matches? Because we've talked about it before. You have potentially a team that has only played one regional is now competing in St. Louis or in Houston or whatever. Versus teams that have now gone through a whole state championship and mm-hmm. is now going to play for sure. Worlds. It's just kind of, I don't know. Justin, what it's do you not, think? I mean, no, I don't think it's unfair. I actually would argue that might be a disadvantage because it's a lot harder to build a robot to play 150 matches than it is to build a robot to play 50 matches. Um, so there's yeah. a lot more attrition on robots and, and that, I mean, I, there's both ways to look at it. Is it unfair it's, that teams have financial advantage, you know, opportunities to build practice bots and have practice fields? You know, there's disparity all over FRC. Yeah, that's so a good point. You know, I don't think it's that big of a deal. To get back to what Tower mentioned about the watered-down alliances, like, I think just nature of the beast is going to happen a little bit. But I also think it'll give teams that, you know, some of those lower-level teams a little bit of an encouragement to pick up their game because they know that, you know, there's going to well, be there's more chances that, now. Yeah, that need for depth, and um, you know, I think MSC is all about 
you know, they want the Michigan teams to be the best in FRC. So I think there's just another step in that direction. And I really liked what Ben said about the pseudo championship. Um, I think that's, I'm not sure two champs is going to last forever. Mm-hmm. And we might be, once everyone is in districts, we might be going toward a system that the state championship is the world championship for most teams. And then the world championship is that, that one next level. So mm-hmm. Did well, they get into the details about alliance? Are they going to pick four teams per alliance? You know? No, I, it's three. I'm pretty sure it's three teams per alliance. So that's I mean, so, that's 24 out of 40 teams per division will be making. Will be yeah. Making yeah. So a couple things that come up, and we need to move on in a couple of minutes. But um, is one is how do the how does the point structure work? I haven't seen if that's been released yet because previously, you know, you'd get points based on where you're drafted. So I'm curious how that works going into four different divisions. Uh, the other thing is, too, and Chad's been talking about, is how the hell do you scout for four divisions like that? Mm-hmm. I mean, I guess it's like championships, well, right? Same but, way you do it, champs. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. But, I, yeah, I don't know. Ben, what do you guys prepare for scout? Like, how would you tackle that challenge? Well, we've never been fortunate enough to be on Einstein yet, but um, I'd talk to a friend in each okay. division. Yeah. yeah. Well, Justin, you were on Einstein last year. What did, how did you guys approach it? How did your lines approach it? The the fourth robot? No, the no not uh, scouting four divisions. Scouting. Oh yeah, uh, Ben, we we call the we call the friend. Um, yeah, actually, you know, ha- having um, having OP on our alliance, um, you know, they have a lot of Canadian friends, and they really they really helped out a lot. Actually, I, I had I had people who were watching the webcast at home texting me, you know, hey, we just watched. Um, 987 and company in their division. This is something you might look out for. So mm-hmm. had a lot of help. Yeah, I think that's that's the key thing. Is you just got to have the right uh, friends that you can kind of rely on. I mean, I, I I would surmise there might be some network or teams that put together scouting data, uh, that sort of thing. But I think overall, that's uh, yeah, you just got to. <laughs> it's almost just a word. Mind. I mean, by the time you get to mm-hmm. Einstein, all the teams are good, right? So it's like you got to find those little minute things that, like having your friend call you. Uh, and, and maybe give you a little bit of that extra strategy. But you know each alliance is going to score a lot. That's just the way it's going to be for something like that. Mm-hmm. So, all right, let's move nice. on here. Um, so we have two teams calling in today, and we're awesome uh, to get a recap on uh, how their robot progress is and to give them give us uh, their impressions of Steamworks and how they like it so far as we're uh, coming into the final week here, guys. We got next Tuesday. I'm sure for Ben and Justin, you're – uh, more than dreading that day coming out soon, uh, but it, yeah. it, yes, uh, stop Bill Day bag digs coming up soon. Um, so yeah. our first team is going to be from uh, 5036, the Robo Devils. Uh, let's get uh, Sohei. Uh, I'm going to mispronounce it every time. I'm sorry. Uh, get yeah. get him uh, get him on the line, yeah. and uh, we'll check in with this progress. I feel so bad about that. I do that every time. Mike, do you remember at, at Champs Man, like on 1241, just me butchering the names? Oh, oh, there, yeah. that, was, that was bad stuff. So. All right. Uh, so uh, hey, while we're one and uh, a couple of the members of their team, and... yeah, yeah, we we had made a couple strategic cuts. But hey, uh, while we're while we're getting him on, and I'll and I'll add him in here, uh, Justin, why don't you tell us a little about uh, Premier Night coming up soon? And and Mike can certainly jump in on this too. Yeah. Um, but that's something that we talked about, um, you know, a few years ago. Just you know, teams are really starting to come out through our release videos, and we thought they were really cool. Um, so it'd be fun to have a bunch of teams submit their videos to us and mm-hmm. we'd bring, you know, a few hundred people um, together and watch these videos. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, and it turned out to be a great thing. We just can't can't encourage enough teams to participate because um, we can't have a show without your participation. So as build season comes to a close and you start thinking about your robot release video, um, keep us in mind that Mike can talk as well. Yeah, I mean, it's just kind of a, a vision that we had a few years ago and it's kind of evolved and I really appreciate Tyler and Nick coming on board with that and doing it with us and for us. Um, the biggest, we say this every year, the biggest thing Justin and I get the the biggest kick out of is seeing pictures and tweets and everything of your teams making it making a night of this and um the bomb squad does it well and there's many other teams out there that do it very well it's just like kind of like an end of build season almost like celebration kind of the teams are treating it as there's everybody piles into a room at the school and you know orders food brings in food and just uh kind of just watches the show and just kind of you know celebrates the successes of your season sees what other teams are up to and it's uh it's really a really special night i think and it's more of um, just kind of that. It's more of just seeing what everybody else has been doing and uh, kind of just celebrating in the build season, getting ready for competition season. So we're very excited about premiere night. Um, you can just you know catch all the details and uh, hopefully uh, your team will will submit and we'll have a good time with it. Yeah, and those Tower, details. Tower, how many? Yeah, how many viewers yeah. did we have last year? Uh, so total viewers between uh, YouTube and live, we had close to ten thousand. Um, and now with our with our Twitch partnership. Uh, and we've already been told we're going to be featured um, for Twitch, either most likely the community channel. But, I mean, for our Robot in 3 Days, I mean, we did 200,000 viewers for that. So if you can imagine in that block of time what we're looking at for that, I mean, we're probably going to do, I would think, a good 20,000 viewers on that. So if you think you can get 20,000 on your own, yeah. please, please go ahead. There are some teams that do that. Mm-hmm. If you want that opportunity, submit. You can go to firstupdatesnow.com for the submission info, or we have it uh, tagged in the user announcements on Chief Delphi as well so um yeah and even the the one thing and i know we gotta move on the video doesn't have to be perfect we know that make it something that's representative of your team have some fun with it and let's just have a good time we already have some uh viewer parties i've already been notified setting up set up so we'll be sure to check in with them this year those are the coolest things yeah yeah absolutely all right so have uh so welcome thanks for coming on once again uh from team number uh 5036 out of canada uh before we uh, get into your robot and stuff, uh, tell us a little bit about yourself. What do you do on your team? What's your experience? Yeah, thanks for having me on. Um, I'm the first. I'm a first year mentor on Team 5036. I joined in 2014, which was our first season, our rookie season. We got the rookie all star that year. Um, I've since graduated in 2016, and I'm currently studying mechatronics. And like I said, first year mentor back. Very cool. I was just up in uh, Canada, actually skiing at Blue Mountain up there. Um, oh no, it's so, nice up there. Yeah, it was very cool. So it was, um, it was a good time. So thanks for being on the show. So hey, it's um, yeah, really nice to have you. So, um, so big news that came out a little while ago with um, Ontario going into districts this year. So are you personally excited? Is your team excited um, about that? Um, about at least you know guaranteeing two at least two events um, instead of one. And um, how do you feel? You know, kind of what's the pulse of your team and kind of the pulse of Ontario about kind of really heading into this competition season about going to districts? Now, generally, a lot of teams are fans with the district system, um, especially for our team, which we've typically just gone to the one event every year. Well, we've only gone to the one event every year. It's really nice to be able to compete twice. And like we see from competitions, teams improve over competitions. Right. So we obviously get that chance now. Um, also, um, with the events in Ontario being so small, the 24th pick sometimes gets rewarded at events. Um, and we feel uh, the district system gives a lot more chances to a team like ours for going to champs. Mm, very cool. That's really good insight. So, um, 
you know, let's talk about your robot a little bit. So you're nice enough to send us some pictures and some video. So tell us about kind of the strategy that you guys are designing a robot around and the progress you made so far and where you hope to be uh, a week from now. Yeah, so um, at the beginning of the build season, we obviously uh, looked at our resources. And um, in the past three years, we've obviously shot way too high. Um, so this year, we've uh, straight away ruled out we're not going to be shooting balls. You won't see 50-36 shooting balls in the high goals. That's just not what it is. Um, so our strategy obviously revolves around gears because uh, what we wanted to do uh, this year was go to championships. And to get there, we feel like a gear robot that has a fairly reliable climber, it'll be able to do that. Um, this season, we actually did a lot of prototyping, um, especially on our gear mechanisms um, and stuff like that. Um, it could because we're trying to get, we basically want to be the best gear robot we can be. And that's one of our prototypes there. We're trying to basically have oh, sort cool. of a side scoring sort of idea, but that didn't work out. And then we tested, uh, that's our floor intake on there. We're just testing how that works. So there's a lot of prototyping that happened this year. Um, that's something we haven't done in past years because we haven't mm -hmm. had the time and or resources and we had a little more shop time this year. So definitely made sure everything was a bit more polished on the prototype before we actually put it on the main robot. Kind of mm. bummed that the side release on the gear mechanism didn't work. That's cool. I, I never thought of that. Yeah. That's cool. So um, one thing I got I got to ask you, and I kind of get your opinion on as you mentioned, you're not going for the fuel. And one of the things I think that is a very good decision on, on your end is you have to kind of put that focus on what is the next step for you, right? And right now in a district situation, it's your guys' goal to get the district championships, right? And then from there, then we worry about getting to the world championships for that. So when you guys look back, can you elaborate a little bit more when you look at strategy and uh, when you guys first sat down on making that decision in regards to that? I know you mentioned a little bit, but let's get a little bit deeper into that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so we looked at the, basically we were looking at that additional RP. And from our, um, from our analysis, we wouldn't be able to put up 120 balls in the high goal or the 360, I believe it is in the logo. So we ruled that out. We just didn't think it was possible for our team. And with gears, obviously, no team can solo put up 12 gears. Um, but like our team last year and at off-season events, we've generally been able to get to the quarterfinals, but we haven't been able to get past. So um, the gears is also like a playoff strategy because if you get the 12 gears um, and your alliance doesn't, uh, we feel like that's basically the game right there. You're not going to make up that difference with fuel very easily at all. So that was the decision that basically went behind that. And then... Um, Obviously, we feel like that'd be able to hopefully get us to the district championships. And with Ontario, we have the 29 slots at district championships. So effectively, if you make uh, eliminations at district championships, you'll be going to championships. Oh, interesting. So I ben, just can't. Yeah. Sorry. Oh, I was just going to ask Ben uh, what you thought about uh, their robot and their strategy and how they're going about that. No, I think it's pretty spot on. Um, I think that... The, the fuel task this year is uh, it takes up a tremendous amount of space in your robot and engineering complexity in your robot in order to do it really well. So I think uh, for a lot of a lot of teams, and it sounds like for you guys, you made the correct strategic decision for you. Yeah, and I really respect that. I think there, you know, we can all rattle off, you know, a dozen team names um, and numbers that should have that self-awareness of, you know, having an mm -hmm. honest, honest look at our resources, what are we capable of, and, mm -hmm. and going in that direction. Um, so, you know, <laughs> I really respect that ability to, yeah, to, to sure. be honest in that. There's yeah. many 10 and 12-year teams that still don't grasp that, you know, so. Yeah, yeah. right. <laughs> having exactly. that there, it's very cool. So. Yeah. All right, you so can, I, before, I'm sorry, go ahead, Nim. Oh, yeah, sorry. I was just going to say you can convert all that time that you were spending, would spend on fuel into drive time. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah. 100%. Mm. All right, man. Hey, before we let you go in, thank you so much for coming on. Uh, anything you want to let us know about uh, what's coming up with your robot or any big things coming up for you in the future? Um, well, we'll be competing at the Durham College event and the Ryerson um, event in Ontario. So that's week one and two in Ontario. And hopefully wow. catch us at district championships as well. Mm. All right. Oh, wait, I got to ask, uh, why week one and week two, man? That's Wow, that's really yeah. <laughs> Yeah, um, basically our idea was if we're going to go for a simpler robot, which we actually decided before the season, um, before teams can improve on their other mechanisms, we felt it was just that sort of golden opportunity for us mm. uh, during week one and two to basically do as well as we can. That's fair enough. I like that. That's fair. All right. Hey, thanks so much for coming on the show, and uh, we'll we'll check uh, check in with you during the season. We'd love to talk to you again. Yeah, thanks a lot for having me, guys. Thanks right. a lot. Take care. Yep. Take care. Bye. Yeah. Justin, give me a goodbye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> no, from Stanley. Oh, oh I didn't know. <laughs> oh wait. Uh oh. <laughs> oh, Tyler's gone. It's like he said he goodbye, and then hung there you out. go. <laughs> He's yeah. like, "Give me a goodbye." Okay, like I'm gone. Yeah, he did. We, he might did. Never, we might never see Tyler again. This is kind of what this is kind of what it was on. Uh, we were just talking about that our champ show with all of you guys gone and be like, oh, uh, who's here? And are we are we, are we back? <laughs> we off air. Oh, gotcha. <laughs> Nick says we're still on air, so talk I about that. Really interesting. I really, I just just to go back to um, what we were just talking about. You know, and I just I don't know if it's mm-hmm. if they're a Canadian team and they've been heavily influenced by eleven fourteen right. and, and Karthik, but what he was talking about was like exactly what Karthik preaches in all of his presentations, exactly. right? Look at your team's resources, honestly evaluate them and make your decisions based on that. Yeah. Um, absolutely. I just, I just think that every every FRC team on the planet, if if they did that, everyone would be so much better. Even right. even the cheesy poofs, right? Yeah. They honestly evaluate the resources, which they do very well. They're like, you know, we have access to machine shops and powder coating and, you know, we yeah. should build great robots and they do. Yeah. And it's just, it's just really, uh, a well, great... I love what he, that's not, I mean, not only for the robot wise, but then to go the next step and then decide about which competitions to go to, because yeah. he's absolutely right. And he talked about it. How many times year after year do we see, um, Teams getting so much better. Teams then emulating and copying, mm-hmm. like whether it's the mini bots or whether it's, um, you know, climbing last or whatever. Like adding, making additions based on what other teams are doing. Um, simple additions that can really, um, you know, accelerate that. But they're going to kind of bypass that whole curve and then have like four or five weeks to implement those things after they punch their ticket to district championships. You know, so I think that's a. I'm really excited for them. I'm really have to like you know follow up on that because I think they. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, they nailed, you know, not only making that decision robot-wise, but then, you know, really seeing that opportunity in, in week one and two. While it is sometimes and always is like a disadvantage, it can also be an advantage for a team who is coming out of the gate and is going to perform really well. Yeah, I know. It's like exact opposite what our strategy is, where our <laughs> robot's never ready before uh, before week two of competition, right? Right. So, yeah. So, uh, you know, a lot, lot of props for that because there's yeah. – if you're building a, a simple robot to accomplish the game task and you're ready to beat it before, you know, everyone else to the punch there, you know, good for them. That's fantastic. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Yeah. Sorry about that, guys. I actually Welcome thought I hung up on everybody. Yeah, thanks. The call still, it still kept going, huh? Yeah. Well, yeah. that's that's real. No, that's what happens when I think I hung up and I think our guests did at the same time. So, uh-huh. so I tried hanging <laughs> up on him. 
I Where are we at? Like I'm a, sorry. I, I thought it was like a mental lapse. You're like, say goodbye, and then you're like, goodbye. And then you're like, oh. uh, All right. So what are we what are we talking about, guys? I'm sorry. Uh, we were just continuing to give props um, to our guests for the decision that they made. Um, yeah. Just being able to honestly evaluate resources and even selecting, even going so far as to select, um, you know, your event strategy. You know, competing week one and week two on purpose. Um, you know, just kind of a a really smart thing. Yeah, absolutely. And it, it's, it's, I think that's sometimes a hard decision to make is, is getting that, you know, what, at what level uh, do you feel that you're going to be fully capable at? And I like the idea of going week one, week two, actually, if they think they can have that tactical advantage, why not? You know? Mm-hmm. All right. So before we uh, do get into our other discussion and our next guest, let's take a short break to thank our amazing sponsor for the show. You know him, you love him. It's Annie Mark. Build season is coming to an end. And we know that most teams are tunnel visioned in getting the robot done on time. Right, Ben? Right, Justin? Absolutely. (laughs) Uh, Don't forget about the crucial role that bumpers play on the robot this year. Uh, Animark has everything that you need uh, to make a sleek set of bumpers. From pool noodles to awesome red and blue bumper material to brackets and vinyl numbers, all you have to do is supply the wood and let Animark supply the rest. But I'm... I also, uh, also want you to check out a product, uh, a new product actually this year. I thought this was really cool. I found this on the Animark site, and I'm like, wow, this, I wish we would have had this last year on 2026 uh, when we were in the ninth, mat, ninth match of our eliminations and our motors kept overheating on us, so we wouldn't have known a little bit more. But the new uh, Animark uh, thermal sticker is now out and available. It's economical thermal sticker designed to indicate the temperature of any surface that your team might be concerned about getting hot. So from its sim motors, the targeting lights, to a hot cup of coffee, maybe a first update's now host. you got to know how hot they are. Pick up a 10-pack. <laughs> it's Valentine's Day, guys. we got to do this stuff. Uh, pick up a 10-pack of these uh, for a really, really great price at Animark. Uh, you can do this by heading over to Animark.com. And don't forget to check out their deal of the day. And a huge thank you to Animark for helping make first updates now content happen. Uh, Animark would like to wish a successful season to all teams. And don't forget... As we get into competition season, there will be events that Animark has to ship the pit. So make sure you check that out uh, because you can get parts shipped right to your pit at certain events. Thanks, Animark. Very much cool. And what a cool product that is, thermal stickers. I love it. I know, yeah. right? Very cool. I'll be seeing, I bet you'll be seeing them a lot <clears> on <throat> robots this year. So uh, thanks to Sohype again from 5036 for coming on. And we're back with Ben Ma, Martin from to, um, 225 Tech Fire. So, Ben, as Built Seasons is wrapping up, um, this can be a huge push. This last crunch, mm-hmm. long nights, every you know, there every day, um, and this kind of fatigue starts to sit in. And now I know you guys are aware that the end of build season, stop build day, really isn't the end of build season. Mm-hmm. Um, as you guys continue to kind of improve your robot <laughs> and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, in no way is it the end. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for sure. So as we look um, to this last week and beyond, what advice um, do you have from your experience for teams just to kind of keep driving forward and keep pushing yeah. forward in the weeks to come and kind of not get that burnout? Um, keep up those intermittent successes because, you know, you, you have to keep everyone mobilized and inspired to keep going, right? Um, I mean, the build season's a marathon. You there, There's so much... And it's so easy to get down. And, you you know, if you don't know the way you're going, you can, you know, it's like, oh, man, how do we do this? And, Mm -hmm. you know, sometimes you just got to you just got to press through that. And like it's just, you know, prepare your withholding allowance. Right. You know, Mm -hmm. there's not like this is something that we do all the time that not enough teams do that I think they could is you essentially build 
90 pounds of your second robot and whatever the business scoring end of your robot is, you build just one of them and then you keep it less than 30 pounds and just swap them between both robots. We've done that for the last two years. I mean, it, it, it works great. And then you only have to tune one, the programming of one set of sensors, you know, um, I think, uh, and it's a lot of team things that teams could do right now. Um, if you could set yourself up for that, I think that that's, uh, the best choice for many teams, especially teams that are building second robots and not necessarily sure what to do with their second robot. If you keep the business end the same, you know, that's one less failure point that you need to worry about. Very cool. Yeah. How about you, Justin? What tips do you uh, do you offer up to teams, or what do you guys do on 3015? I could use some tips to avoid being exhausted right now. I'm a, <laughs> I can see what I'm a little late to the bit a little late to the game uh, on that. Um, but I think it's important, um, even though I don't do it very well. Um, just find time to disconnect and, and take a take a mental break from it. Um, it can be what better way than know, premiere night, right? Am yeah, I right. Yes. <laughs> But burnout, you know, burnout is real. Um, and especially, you know, coming from a mentor teacher perspective, if you see a student who is clearly like struggling and, you know, a lot of our students feel bad if they miss meetings, but just make sure that everyone's comfortable communicating. And if, you know, if a student or mentor or anyone's like, you know, I just need to take a, a night off and just for myself and get homework done or just get to bed early. Build season is a marathon. Um, and it's important to keep going and, and making sure you're mentally ready to go for the meeting. It doesn't do anybody any good for you to come to a, a meeting if you're exhausted and not going to be firing at all cylinders. You'd be, you'd be better served everyone to go home, get some rest, um, and come back recharge the next meeting. Right. <clears throat> so <laughs> Justin and I were talking uh, pre-show a little bit too. And uh, uh, Justin, uh, you have your own makeshift bed actually at your school, don't you? Yeah, it's right, <laughs> I can show it to you. It's right back there. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, uh, yes, perfect, perfect spot. Right. Um, so one thing I, I, I want to point out a couple of things, actually, uh, FRC nation, uh, just came out with a, uh, cool blog post actually called seven ways to improve your robotics life balance. Uh, so definitely, uh, give that a recommendation read, uh, to go through, but, uh, you know, overall coming from my end, from, from when I was active from an administrator side on things is that you know, if you're an administrator on a team, you know it's, it's just constant. It never ends on something like that. Uh, but a lot of it is uh, I follow a method I call servant leadership for things where it's it's always what can I do to enable you to do your job better, do your things oh. better, that sort of thing. And yeah. um, I, I think that helps teams succeed in regards to that. And that's, that's something I think is very critical, especially when you get to this point where, you know, especially kids, you know, if you think of freshmen and sophomores, uh, who are in their first, you know, their first year of this, who don't necessarily, you know, that light bulb hasn't clicked yet because they haven't been to an event or something like that. You got to put yourself in their shoes and, and try to figure out ways to do things. One of the things that I used to do are that, that my team used to do when I was in high school uh, on Team 93, New Apple Corps, uh, we used to play a game called Trench Ball, which was like dodgeball, right? And we just take a break occasionally. Yeah. It's okay to do that. Even in the heat of this build season where it's it's just, it's hectic, it's just you know, so much going on. There's so much stress. You, you got to work the whole time. You really just got to step back and realize that taking an hour break to potentially give you more hours of productivity is more than worth it than having somebody operate at 10% efficiency yeah. all night. So you got to, you got to find ways to recharge for something like that. And you got to, the, I think the easy thing that happens too at this time is things start going wrong. It's very easy to point the finger at other people and very easy right. to point the blame, especially those darn programmers all the time. <laughs> they always complain they don't have enough time for yeah. things. 
but it's literally uh, always the programmers. Yes, it is. Um, uh, but you, yeah, just getting that, those time management areas and just, just taking, looking at the big picture yeah. and stepping back and realizing that, you know, what happens tomorrow isn't probably going to be detrimental to it. You got to take, take that whole week in stride and think about what you're going to do that way. Well, and like Justin said, if you have a student that's kind of mentally checked out or is like, he's really stressed out because he has schoolwork is behind out and like, go take care of your schoolwork, you know, or like you're going to be in the shop when you're mentally not there. Like that's not safe. Like you're going to be using like heavy machinery when you're just not like your best. That's not going to help you or anybody. So um, great points. Yeah. Paul. Absolutely. So, yeah, and, and good luck to teams going into their, their final week or so. We know we know what this is like, and as we mentioned, we know you know if you honestly, if you want to be a higher end team or you want to get towards that, your build season probably shouldn't be done. Um, there's a lot. Even if you didn't build a even if you didn't build a practice robot, there are a lot of things you can still do to still prepare your team. That's something we can go into uh, in a different show. But there's a lot you can still be doing. You really should not be stopping. Uh, you know, if you're fine with the level you built, that's okay. But I think the whole point of first is to continue iteration throughout the entire competition. Hopefully we'll realize that one day with uh, no more bag day, right? The sticker Side on my count. laptop. Yeah. Sticker on my laptop says I'll sleep in May. <laughs> <laughs> we we need to make a t shirt out of that. Unless there already is one because that's awesome. Sell those on the fun <laughs> website. Yes. Yeah. All right. Those are plans. <laughs> so we got one more guest coming on, Justin, I think, right? We do. Um, so let's see if we can get to, oh boy, Kevin, 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 ah. Kevin like Devin, um, from 133 Burt out of Standish, Maine. Uh, Burt was a division finalist last year and ranked 24th on the final FRC top 25. Um, so excited to have him on. We'll get him going. Yeah, we'll get that on in just a moment there. Uh, while we're waiting for Kevin to join, though, uh, I do want to give a huge thank you to all of our subscribers and donors uh, of First Updates now. And we'll we'll read off your names at the end of the show because it's really important for those who, who followed us today, for those who subscribed to us today. Uh, we really do appreciate that. And, you know, from a transparent speaking area, we're really trying to transition into how do we get more benefits on the Twitch that give you value for what you're doing. Uh, so Fun is now a Twitch partner. Um, so if you want to become a part of Fun Nation, an official member of it, go ahead and click that subscribe button that's on the uh, upper right-hand corner. If you got Twitch Prime, you do get it for free, actually. You have to resubscribe every month, so that is a little bit of a pain in the butt. Uh, or if you got $4.99 around each month, we would definitely appreciate it. Uh, we have a couple badges out right now. Uh, we're going to have emoticons are coming very, very soon. We have somebody helping us with design for that. Um, so those are coming very soon. Uh, and a couple uh, events that uh, we want to tell you about. We have a huge announcement coming up on premiere night, first off. Uh, so we'll we'll kind of tease that a little bit. Uh, but for subscribers, uh, we're going to have some, uh, actually some different gamer gamer plays. We're going to start playing some video games on this channel, too. Uh, if you can go, on, go ahead and play with us, you can play with other first members there in the community. So we have a lot coming up uh, as well. So thank you to every single one of you who are helping support this. Uh, as I mentioned, that huge uh, announcement coming up on Premiere Night. Uh, if you're a subscriber, you're going to get a little sneak peek ahead of time to that. We're really, really, really excited for this coming up soon. So it's it, it's going to be huge, guys. We're really, really excited. So we'd like to welcome on uh, Kevin Shepard from Team 133 Burt. Uh, Kevin, you guys were a, a perennial uh, high-end team last year. And uh, going into you know this 2017 season, let us know a little bit about yourself uh, before we get into your robot. Uh, I'm, I'm a junior. I'm a, like high school. I'm a junior in high school. It's my second year on the team. And ever since I joined the team, I just fell in love with the program and my passion has been growing ever since build season last year. Very cool. Is that, is that, uh, thanks for coming on, Kevin. Has that affected your, um, are you going into 
your career plans at all? Has that affected your career plans going forward? Oh yeah, for sure. And thank you for having me. I, um, I, I wasn't really sure what I was going to do before I joined the team, but, uh, as of now, it's looking like I'm going to do something, some kind of engineering. I'm not too sure yet, but I'll decide that along the line. Yeah, absolutely. I love it. Very cool. Thanks, man. So coming off this, um, awesome season last year, uh, with, with your division finals award, how is Bert handling that? I know we talked to Justin a little bit earlier this season about that, but how is Bert handling it? Kind of keeping that momentum going and um, kind of, you know, trying to look to get back in that, in that spotlight this coming 2017 season. Well, we lost about half our team uh, because they were seniors mm-hmm. last year. And it was a little nerve wracking because we weren't sure we were, were going to be able to find success like that. But uh, since we did so well, it really helped with getting our name out there. And we like replaced a lot of the seniors with freshmen and sophomores. Cool. And um, it, it was really amazing last year to see a low resource team like this, like ours, with only two or three full time mentors, be wow. one match away from being the captain of Nine Star Alliance. That's great. So we have a few pictures of your robot. Looks like things are starting to come together. So can you give us a little bit of inside info, kind of like what we went through before, talking some strategy? You know, what did you guys think of earlier in the season? And how is the robot starting to come together? We knew right from the back that um, that Gears would be the ones, like, especially early in the season, to win matches. And we knew we wanted to do that. But we knew that along the line, even though the point total between Gears and uh, so was so fast, we knew that the 40 KPA would help us see where we wanted to be. And we we decided ultimately that we wanted to complete all the tasks that the game had gave us with a simple and effective design, including the kit parts frame. Uh, and we've decided these past couple of years to go with simplicity because it allows for less to go wrong and more time to like fine tune and tweak things and also more time for programming and driver practice. Uh, <laughs> and also that helps with the practice robot. I'm kind of echoing Sohab here. <laughs> yeah. So, so you guys built the catapult last year. Are we expecting now uh, to see catapult fuel and, and catapulting the gears across the field again? <laughs> uh, we thought about it. But no, huh? <laughs> but no. <laughs> can you, no. Can, you, uh, can you dive a little bit more? You know, we're showing the robot picture right now of what you yeah. guys sent us. Uh, where are you guys, like, exactly at right now? Where are you looking at getting the next couple of days? And uh, uh, any, any major design changes coming up or anything like that? We're about 75% done so far. We've been we've had a little bit of setbacks because the weather's been so awful. We've had to miss a few meetings, but yeah. we're we're 75% done. And the only part we need to really finish up on is the hopper and the blender and the feeder to the shooter. But right now we have an intake, uh, like a long wide intake with polycord, and um, we use the bainbot wheels for our shooter, but also our feeder from the hopper into the shooter. And our blender, we have a plywood blade, and we have a climber that's uh, just the basic like winch climber that uses Velcro. So, and, what are you guys using for your shooter? Like, what motors are you guys using there? Uh, we just have a direct-driven sim to uh, two side-by-side three and seven eighths um, bainbot wheels. Okay, and where are you looking at shooting from? Um, our, our tests were like from the hopper and a few feet back from the hopper. And, um, after like testing with our like plywood prototypes, we got around 85, 90% accuracy. Wow. Is, is that awesome. a real, is that a real 85, 90% or is that like a pit yeah. scouting 85, 90%? No, it's, it's, <laughs> I gotta it, ask. It, it took, it took a lot of time and we completely reformed our shooter at like the beginning of week three. We originally had an eight inch pneumatic, uh, 
an schematic tire, but we weren't happy with it. And then we changed it to the main butt wheels and it's, it was quite the difference. Wow. That's, that's awesome, man. That's, that's phenomenal here. Are we going to see a, uh, uh, an autonomous mode that might be going over that hopper then? Uh, possibly we'll, we'll probably have a autonomous mode worked out so we can, you know, get that 40 KPA in auto. That's, that's awesome. That's very exciting. I, I know uh, all of us are very uh, excited to see how Bert does again this year. You know, you guys mm-hmm. ended up on the top 25 uh, last year. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, I, I know all of us have pretty high aspirations for you. So good luck to you guys. Uh, anything you want to talk about before we let you go? Uh, you'll see us at the North Shore District event uh, week three and the Pine Tree District event week five. Hopefully district champs and hopefully at uh, world champs in St. Louis. There you go. All right, Kevin. Good luck to you guys and good luck to Bert. You guys have a good one. All right, you too. Thank Thanks, you. Kevin. Thanks, bud. Thank you. All right, I didn't hang up on myself this time. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> yeah. Jerry got it open. Yeah, so. All righty. Uh, I don't think we have any questions for today today at all, so we'll uh, we'll move on from there. All right, well, so let's check in with Christine. who has been working very hard on another awesome robot, so let's take a look at that. Hey. Hey. You got hey. for us, Christine. Oh, I love it. Almost done with the color. This robot is very gray compared to the last <laughs> robot I did. You, you didn't take my suggestion to put rainbow colors in? I was debating doing, like, pink for Last Valentine's Day, day oh. but I respect this robot too much. <laughs> yes, right? So, mm-hmm. Yeah, that, I mean, man, 971's robot last year. That, that uh, my all-time favorite robots, not just aesthetically, but just overall performance, I think it's easily a top five robot for me. I don't know about yeah. you guys. Oh, yeah. Unreal. Yeah. Love it. Very, you watching, very, yeah, watching that too. It's like, so, that that, re, that reveal video, man. I was just like, oh, that was like one over. of those videos you see. Yeah, exactly. Where you're like, huh, yeah. game over. We're done. Okay. It's that's like, yeah, yeah. That's the thing about this, like premiere night or whatever. And these teams, it's like, oh, it like just totally sometimes deflates your whole season. Like you're just like, <laughs> oh, well, you made some bad choices for a robot this year. Yeah, exactly. So while we are finishing up the show, we're going to be giving away uh, this drawing. All you have to do to win is to give us that little follow up there. We'd appreciate it. It's totally free uh, and put in the contest phrase, which is hashtag rollout. Christine, why'd you pick that one? I got to um, put you on the spot. I mean, this this robot is a real life Transformer and the new yes. Transformers movie is coming out and I, I felt it was appropriate. So rollout. Yeah. So chat, once again, if you want to win, just start spamming rollout. You can spam as much as you want. You only get one entry, but we'll, uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And Nick, yeah, Nick Cousins is not allowed to win ever again. That's the, <laughs> that's, that's the new rule. So but yeah, start spamming that. We'll, uh, we'll take an entry in just a little bit for that. Yeah. How does Nick? <laughs> that's so funny. We, we rigged the, uh, we rigged the show last time. You missed it. <laughs> oh, I did, I guess. Yeah, where was I working? And then, and then I saw a picture. Then I saw a picture of his robot. I'm like, why did he win? I was very, very disappointed. <laughs> it's like when Jim and Pam win the employee of the month. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right, so very kind good. of moving on. Thanks, Christine, for doing that. It's very cool. I love it. Thanks, uh, so big, yeah, Fantastic. and uh, also a big thanks to um, Ben Martin from Two Twenty Five Tech Fire for being our wonderful guest tonight. Um, yeah, thank you. Yeah, man, it's been great talking to you. So um, how's – we kind of talked about it a little bit. So just overall progress of 225, what's kind of your your guys' goal here for the next uh, week and a day um, and several minutes um, with 225, and, and where can people find out more about you guys? Uh, sure. Um, goal for the next week and a day, I would say, is get it bag ready. 
Um, our practice or our, our comp bots more ahead of ahead this year than it was last year. So, um, you know, there's probably going to be a little bit less of a scramble there. Um, I guarantee you will be shooter tuning from now until like week three. Um, there, there's no way that that's not going to happen. Um, but, uh, but yeah, just getting, getting the different piece parts together, get, get it all, uh, all set up and ready to go. Um, yeah. What's your weight looking like right now? A lot of people I've talked to, weight's not. Oh, way under. That's that's a personal yeah, question. We're, we're way under. <laughs> way under. We might we might legitimately be less than 100 pounds. It's crazy. I don't think we're that low. Yeah. Again, I'm not actually there. I'm just kind of like you know phone support to some extent at this point. But yeah, it, it's uh you know I went back to school, so you know it's yeah. one of those things you can't be there all the time. So where are you that's at? Right. Where are you out of right now then? Oh, uh, Carnegie Mellon. Right now. Oh, oh yeah. cool. Well, I'm not, I'm not in the engineering school. I'm in the uh, MBA school. So it's, uh, oh, cool. you know, it's not, not quite the same, uh, series here too. That, so there's a, there's a whole, uh, Carnegie Mellon group kind of. Oh, okay. Yeah. Like yeah. the person cool. who voices Siri? Yeah. Like Siri from 1640. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The series. <laughs> yeah. The, the series. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Gotcha. Right, cool. Where are we at here? Oh, yeah. oh, where can we? Oh, so where can we find out more about TechFire? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Sorry, I forgot about that part. Okay, yeah. Uh, go to techfire225.org. It's pretty easy. Um, yeah, and the, there's a Facebook page and Twitter and all that fun stuff. But you could just go to our website. Um, and where? Let's see. Where are they competing? Are you gonna attend any of their districts this year? Uh, we always go to Chestnut Hill, and we're going to Montgomery this year. Because we never go to anything before week three. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. You're, you're um, like the, the opposite of our earlier team of 5036. <laughs> yeah, the robot's never done before week two. <laughs> yeah. Truthful. So you going? are you going to be going to any of their events? Are you just going to hop on uh, um, 276? Yeah. I, I'm, uh, I'm not going personally. I'm flying out to CIR. Um, yeah. And I'll, and I'll go to Worlds. Yeah. Yeah. yeah we'll, um, we'll, have to, we'll have to catch up uh, for sure then out there, man. Yeah, fantastic. Let's do that. Cool. Thanks, man. So just a reminder, I want to, again, plug that uh, premiere night. It's just such an awesome way to get your robot out there and um, your team out there in front of, you know, 20,000 views. Um, so you can find details now on firstupdatesnow.com on Chief Delphi. Um, we'd love to have you call during the show and, you know, get your team organized like Mike was, Mike was saying earlier and have an awesome party and, you know, celebrate the end of build season with the rest of the FRC community. Absolutely. All right, let's do that drawing for the art and see who's going to win it. I did uh, mark uh, Nick Cousins as ineligible for this contest. <laughs> that's going to be that's going to be a joke for the whole year now. Yeah. And our winner. Oh, winner, get out of here. Who is that? It's going to be uh, Pauna yeah. time. Who, who is I that? Win, guys. I know. Yeah. Is it? It is Paula. It's Paul, Paula Tasky? Yeah. This is rigged. This is so rigged. <laughs> <laughs> uh, if that is Paula, congratulations. If it's not, congrats to whoever you are. Uh, please uh, send me a, a message uh, with your – it is Pauline. Okay. We kept calling her Paula. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, but okay. Well, congrats, Pauline. Uh, yeah. Shoot, shoot, me, uh, shoot me or Christine your info. 
Yeah, we we just need the mark. Anybody we know is going to be ineligible. For I'm just going to start That's... ripping them up when people we know win. <laughs> As a punishment. We need we need to make an emoticon that is uh that that is just a rigged emoticon. Right. Yes, that's going to be the. Space. I'll give it the. <laughs> I'll give it the Caltran. Uh, if you if you could uh, design that for us, we'll get that up there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Cal, Caltran's the one. Like, it's not fair. Caltran, you're a subscriber. You got two times as many votes as everybody else. So I don't know what to tell you. I'm gonna be. There's a mute. The, ep- the episode of Rig Part Two. That's the name of the show episode. <laughs> Absolutely. All right. So don't forget that you can follow uh, first uh, updates now on all of fun shows, including recap under first updates. Now, if you like the show or just want more first robotics in your life, uh, please just give us a follow. Uh, or if you like to even better, we'd really love you if you subscribed on Twitch uh, or, and you can subscribe to our YouTube channel. We'll have some of our archive footage. Uh, I like to thank the uh, following uh, people actually for signing up for the show. So thank you very much for the last couple of days. Our uh, followers, uh, we had uh Becker, Becker Roars following uh, and subscribing, actually. Huel1234 following. FRC uh, Captain, one, FRC133 Captain Carolyn Maines is following. Uh, 2CC uh, cheered us 101 bits. Uh, Zachary Fed followed first FRC Leaks 12. <laughs> All right. Uh, that person's followed. Uh, Destroyed is followed. Uh, huge thank you to, uh, I'm going to mispronounce this, uh, Kurosh. Roche K1241 for subscribing. Thank you so much. And uh, kudos to you. Thanks for joining Fun Nation. Uh, Rhythm0865 following. And Ethan Elliott123 for following. BMAR1257 for following. Nicholas701 for following. And Skyhawk11 for following. Thank you so much for uh, joining. You to be a fun fan or if you're subscribed, being part of Fun Nation. Uh, subscribers, we are going to be looking for your feedback very soon. What we can do is we implement uh, some of our new benefits. We're going to want your feedback to make sure that it's what you want out of being a member of Fun Nation. So thank you so much for being part of it. And don't worry about uh, about the contest being rigged. We'll give you more shots later on. <laughs> Christine, Christine, you'll be back, right? Oh, yeah, for sure. So what, Angela, what's going on with you and the Neutrons right now? Um, so we've been lucky enough to have a nice five-day weekend here. Boston Public Schools got shut down last oh Thursday, Friday. And then again today on Monday. So our students have basically been living here and, you know, going home to eat dinner. So we've made a lot of really good progress. Um, We're really excited for this coming Saturday. We're going to the Week Zero scrimmage up in New Hampshire, hosted by Team 811. Um, And I'm really excited to see all the teams that will be there. It'll be really cool to be able to see a real field because first um, Mm -hmm. brings their field there to kind of do testing. So Yeah, it will be. We're pretty pumped for that. Um, I don't know if they're webcasting it, but if they are, it's definitely something everybody should tune into. Um, the real field will be there, and a bunch of headquarters staff are there, and they're always, like, super helpful. So pretty pumped is that, for that. Is that considered the Week Zero event, like the official one, the official unofficial one? I think so. Um, they also host one um, in Suffield, Connecticut, but it doesn't have a legitimate field. But that was, like, the original New England um, Week Zero scrimmage. Okay, very cool. Yeah, yeah we'll, have to, we'll take a look at that, and uh, good luck to you. And uh, where can people find more about your uh, drawings if they want to check those out? Yeah, definitely. So you can head on to Facebook and search for Wordplay All Day or go to etsy.com backslash shop backslash Wordplay All Day. I know that Valentine's Day is tomorrow, and almost all of us will be with the people we love most, our robotics team. So <laughs> there's some great first theme Valentines for only two bucks and you can print off as many as you want. And um, this drawing will be up in the next 24 to 48 hours for two bucks as well, along with the 254 drawing we did last time. 
Yeah, I, I I picked one up for my girlfriend. I I think it was the uh, roses are red, banners are blue, and that one oh. sounds right. <laughs> so. That's it's really cool. Yeah, so make sure uh, make sure you check Those make sure you check that out as cool. well. Alrighty. Now there are two. <laughs> <laughs> um, don't forget as well, we also do have our new t-shirts available on our website, thanks to Two Pencil Designs, and you can check those out at firstupdatesnow.com. Big thank you to our producer, Nick Olson, working behind the scenes and doing a great job presenting a show. Even if he does have his Slack volume on, that's okay. We don't mind. Uh, <laughs> if you'd like to leave First Updates Now feedback, uh, shoot us an email and feedback. At, I'm sorry, shoot us an email uh, at feedback at firstupdatesnow.com. On behalf of myself, Justin, Mike, Nick, and Christine, I'd like to thank all of you for tuning in. Thank you once again to Ben Martin for being our fantastic guest, and thank you to all of our moderators in chat, and thank you to all of, all of our subscribers. We'll see you next time on First Updates Now. Talk to you then. Thanks, guys. Good night. This has been a First Updates Now production. Visit us at firstupdatesnow.com or find us under First Updates Now on Facebook or Twitter.